a vampire glove, which can be a leather glove that has little tiny spikes on one side, or it can be a furry glove that has little metal tips on each of the fingertips so that you can give varied sensation. So maybe with one hand, you give a nice few spanks on a butt cheek, and then you slip the glove on and you run the fur over where you just spanked. And then you take the little tips of the vampire glove and you then graze it over that spot. And that's just to continue adding varied sensations. I'm Alexa, and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. Let's choose your next sex toy. I get asked all the time if I have any sex toy recommendations, and that's always been a question that I respond to with many more questions. Um, It's so hard to throw out a blanket answer to that question because the sex toy that is right and good for where you are at might not be what my favorite is. I also have favorites in a lot of different categories. So I am dedicating this solo podcast episode to helping you choose which sex toy is right and best for you to add to your collection next. So the first question I have in response to, do you have any recommendations for a sex toy is, what type of experience do you want to have? So sometimes people reach out to me and they ask me that question, if I have any recommendations for a sex toy, and they haven't really given it much thought. They are more in a space of they want to spice things up. They want to add something kind of new into the mix, but they're really unsure. They haven't given much thought as to what kind of experience they want to have with the toy. And so take a moment if you are in this position where you'd like to add something new to your collection, whether that's something new for the first-ish time or just whatever your next item is. Maybe you already have a bunch of toys and you're not really sure what else to add to your collection. So consider for a moment what type of experience you want to have. So you can close your eyes, you can take a few deep breaths, and you can fantasize for a moment and imagine yourself in a position. Is it with a partner? Is it by yourself? And that's a big question to ask yourself. Are you playing solo or are you playing with a partner or multiple partners? Because the toy that I'd recommend for the experience you'd like to have is going to be different depending on what comes up for you. So if in your mind you are creating a delicious experience all for yourself, then pay attention to the energy that is present in your fantasy. And pay attention to what body parts you might like to engage with. Are you looking for something that is going to provide sensation all over your body? Sensation just on your genitals? Is it going to shock and awe a little bit? Get your adrenaline going? If you're with a partner, do you have the toy? Or does your partner have the toy? Take a few moments and consider. What kind of experience would you like to have? And then when you have at least a little bit of an idea, here are some of my recommendations and things to consider. So first off, what body parts are you wanting to engage with? So depending if you are a person who has a vulva or you are playing with the person who has a vulva or a vagina, then you can just bring that to mind. Are you going to need to 
connect with that person. So let's say you do not have the vulva that, or the vagina that is going to be being played with (laughs) or stimulated. Well, then you would want to have a conversation with the person that you're going to be playing with to see what they might like. And so if you are the person that has a vulva or vagina and you're getting for yourself, then what kind of stimulation might you want? So of course the immediate one is clit stimulation. And a lot of people can only really reach orgasm if there is some form of clitoral stimulation involved. And the toys that are most appropriate for clit stimulation are wands, which look pretty elongated and the tip of it vibrates and you hold the other end. Bullets, which are typically pretty pocket-sized. A lot of times people will take those to go, you know, just drop them in the bag. And when it comes to clitoral stimulation, there's typically various speeds and sensations that you can choose. And so if this is a first-time purchase, uh, then I would say consider what you do maybe if you're using your hands in that area. And if you're using your hands and you like a lot of deep pressure or you like a lot of friction or a lot of sensation, or if you like kind of a kneading or massaging stimulation, then there's going to be different vibrators that provide these different sensations. So um, some of my favorite brands First off, I'll say Sweet Vibes because they are very affordable and have really great products. So with regards to Sweet Vibes, if you are a first-time vibrator purchaser, (laughs) then I would say maybe go the Sweet Vibes route because they are affordable. And if you wind up not liking it, it won't be, you know, it won't be too big of a deal. You can just get, you would learn from that purchase. Oh, I actually think I might like something different better. And it wouldn't be that big of a deal, you can go ahead and get something different. So um, great products. And like I mentioned, affordable. So maybe possibly start with Sweet Vibes if it's your first purchase. I have really been liking Jimmy Jane. So Jimmy Jane is a company that's reached out to me multiple times. They've sent a ton of products our way. They've even sent products to our team members. And everybody has pretty much loved the products that they've gotten. And we've gotten a wide variety um, of products from them. So That's my main recommendation as far as if you want a wide variety and you're not overwhelmed by too many choices. And so I'd say sweet vibes, if it's kind of like too many flavors of ice cream and you just need to choose something. Jimmy Jane is if you're familiar with a lot of flavors of ice cream and, uh, and you know, you're not necessarily overwhelmed by the options, uh, but they have a really impressive, very diverse collection. So Um, possibly check out some of their products. They're also a little bit higher end as far as the price point. So they might not necessarily be a better toy than something that's available at Sweet Vibes, um, but the products are a little bit higher priced. The next one is Satisfier Pro. I really like Satisfier Pro. I used to be a really big fan of the Womanizer. I actually like them both, uh, but they're air pulse technology. So different than a traditional vibrator that does the, you know, or or which the Morse code setting, I'm not actually sure who uses the Morse code setting. Uh, but (laughs) if that's you, I'd love to meet you because that just provides too much all over the placeness for me. And I'm like a steady kind of gal. Uh, but anyway, the satisfier bro and, um, products like the womanizer, they have this air pulse technology, which is not traditional vibration. 
it essentially manipulates and pulses air in a very pinpoint kind of place. And so depending on where you put the tip of one of these air pulse technology vibrators, you can use vibrator in air quotes, um, it provides a lot of kind of really interesting sensation to that place. And so I would say for those, if, if you're interested in that and not so interested in something that creates a lot of friction, like a regular vibrator, go that route. Um, it's a different sensation. And I actually really like these. Some people get um, kind of concerned that if they use a vibrator for a long time, it doesn't necessarily desensitize, I would say. I mean, you could use that term, but it basically stimulates the nerve endings and then it can get kind of itchy. And so you definitely want to use lube for any of these products because it helps to put a barrier and make the friction a little less aggressive on your skin and kind of rubbing the skin. So anyway, the Air Pulse Tech uh, tends to do this overstimulation less. So um, like I mentioned, I like those a lot. So I would suggest those for people who maybe already have a regular vibe and want to try something new. And then the last one that I have here is the OG Magic Wand for the old school, another in air quotes, back massagers. Uh, Those are really high powered. So for some people who really like um, a larger surface area of vibration, like they want their whole vulva to vibrate, uh, then this is a great choice because it it has a lot of surface area and the whole thing vibrates really hard. <laughs> and so those are really fun. You know, when you get into the category of, you know, if you have a partner and they are holding the vibrator, then it's really hard sometimes for a person who's being stimulated with something like a magic wand to hold their orgasm back. So you can essentially play with forced orgasm or you can play with, uh, you know, getting up to the edge and edging with someone and then doing something like orgasm and denial. But in those instances, I'm kind of going off into the BDSM version of playing with toys. So just a note. Okay. So another body part is the actual internal canal of the vagina. So we were just talking about the vulva, which is the inner and outer labia and the glands clitoris and the hood of the clitoris and the opening to the vaginal canal. So that's the outside of the genitals for a female body. So you have the vulva on the outside and then you have a vagina, which is on the inside. So these are two different things. So for those who might want vaginal stimulation, um, or you might want something like G-spot stimulation, which G-spot is often referred to nowadays as the CUV or the clitoral urethral vaginal complex. It's a mouthful. So if you want internal stimulation or even cervix stimulation, cervical stimulation, So all that is inside. So these are insertable vibrators, massagers, and dildos. So things like a suction cup dildo. So if you come across a suction cup dildo, you can stick it on the side of a wall, or you can stick it on the floor, or you can stick it on a window. Those can be a lot of fun. And they're typically made of silicone. Um, And so the other things that a dildo or an internal toy could be made of or are glass. Um, stainless steel or even crystal. So other items or other materials that they can be made of outside of body safe silicone, which typically vibrators and dildos are made of a body safe silicone. Not all are created equal. So make sure you look at the packaging and make sure that you're getting from a company that has really good standards um, or not even just really good standards, exceptional standards on what they make their products with. So anyway, Glass, stainless steel, crystal toys, 
Um, y'all might know what my recommendation is for this, but just in case you don't know what it is, by far my best recommendation for glass stainless steel crystal toys, best recommendation by far is Yoni Pleasure Palace. Um, if the item is not rechargeable and it doesn't vibrate, then my go-to is Yoni Pleasure Palace. And it was my go-to before Yoni Pleasure Palace started sponsoring our show. Their products are just so sexy. Um, I'm sitting here at my desk in my office and I'm surrounded by a slew of toys. I have many shelves in my office that have all kinds of different size, shapes, vibrators, all kinds of different toys and items. But I have one little table in the corner of my office that is all of my glass and crystal. And then I have a combination of stainless steel and crystal toys from Yoni Pleasure Palace. I almost don't even like calling them toys. They they feel like works of art to me. And I those are oftentimes, you know, sometimes I use those with my husband, Jordan, but more often than not, I use those for solo time because they feel so special and it feels like a work of art. Um, and I and it, they also feel very ritualistic to me. So I absolutely love the products that come from YPP and they're steadily increasing uh, their variety of products as well. And they're just super high quality. And I love Rosie and her team. They're, they're just amazing. So these are toys that are used internally. So they could come with a bit of a learning curve with how you're going to stimulate the inside of the vaginal canal. So is it, you're just going to be stimulating the, you know, around the opening, let's say you're a couple inches in and up to the anterior wall of the vagina. And that's typically where you'll find the G spot or the CUV. Um, or the cervix after lots of stimulation and lots of warming up, some people with a cervix like cervical stimulation, and they may not like cervical stimulation at all the times in their menstrual cycle. Um, from what I've gathered from hearing feedback from other women and then from myself, when it comes to cervical stimulation, I'm more open to that around my time of ovulation than I am other times because the cervix actually moves position. Um, not only does it move position when turn on happens, but it moves position throughout the menstrual cycle as well. So things to note. Okay. Let's talk about a different part of the genital area. Let's talk about anal play. So anal play, what's great about anal play is that <laughs> it's oftentimes uncharted territory for a lot of people. And so maybe you've played with lots of other things, but you haven't gone there. Um, and uh, to me, it seems like there's all kinds of new and unique and fun experiences to have with anal play. And it's a fun way to just continue to adding little bits to maybe other play. So it's sometimes anal play is the focus and sometimes you're adding a little additional anal play to accompany something else. So it's great as like a side dish. So anyway, um, I would love for more people to explore that part of their body. And so I'm going to touch on plugs, prostate massagers, and beads really quickly. So plugs come in a variety of sizes and are made with a variety of materials, just like some of the other insertables are. And so when it comes to plugs, the variety of sizes, sometimes you can find online anal expanders or uh, you know, small, medium, large dilators, whether it's for a vagina or it's for a plug. So um, they can come in various sizes. And if you're new to anal play, then I would say start with a plug 
and start with a small one so that you can get used to it. And I would say as my recommendation, if you are new and you want to start with a plug, my recommendation is a small one that is glass or stainless steel. They're much easier to clean than some of the other ones. And you can use a silicone or oil-based lube for that. Um, It's safe to work with that. You can also run any items that are glass, stainless steel, or crystal under warm water or hot water. And it just feels a little bit better when you're playing with it, especially when you're inserting it. So um, my go-to, again, YPP for the stainless steel or crystal products. And then for this one, I'm going to say Jimmy Jane for vibrating plugs. Now, the best lube to use with for anal play is silicone or oil-based lube because of its viscosity, its thickness. However, those types of lubes might not work with your favorite condom, or they may not be a great fit for your favorite silicone toys. So depending on what you choose, you want to get an accompanying lube to go with it because it's going to make the experience more comfortable if that's what you're going for. So just make sure to double check before you play so that you can fully surrender and relax into your experience. Looking to spice up your toy box? Yoni Pleasure Palace is still at the very top of my list for high quality sexual and sensual products. Every time I go to their website, I am more and more impressed by their perfectly curated items. My husband Jordan and I recently received a brand new waterproof blanket that is in my favorite color, violet purple. We also received a stainless steel and rose quartz anal plug that is so sleek and sexy. Jordan loves when we use this. My personal favorite lube for self-pleasure is Yoni Elixir. It smells so light and delicious and is made with rose hip seed and jojoba oil. Literally every item I have from YPP becomes a favorite. I've given a cervix serpent to a friend for her birthday Yoni elixir as mother's blessings gifts for my soon to be mama friends to massage their vulvas and vaginal walls in preparation for birth and to encourage them to invite more pleasure into that process. I've traveled all over the world with my YPP waterproof blankets and I consistently reach for my gorgeous glass and crystal toys for self pleasure practices. It is an absolute dream to be working with a brand I was already so head over heels in love with. Should you wish to add Yoni Pleasure Palace to your personal collection or to help a significant other add to their collection, check out the links in the show notes to receive special discounts on your items. Prostate massagers. Aneros is a great brand for prostate massagers. Uh, It originally started as a medical tool to help people uh, essentially milk their prostates to prevent them from you know, eventually over time getting prostate cancer. And so, and getting enlarged prostates, this was a tool that instead of someone having to go into the doctor's office in order to get this, uh, let's say motion or activity done this, uh, cause at the time there wasn't a tool for it. It was like a doctor had to go and and massage the prostate and, and get y'all cleared up there. So now it's okay. So instead of having to go to the doctor, we're going to make this tool, but come to find out when you're relaxed and have a, you know, have this particular insertable and it's massaging the prostate from internally. So inside the anus. And then there's also a little bulb that reaches around basically and massages the prostate from the outside that once this is happening, it actually feels really good. And so 
a prostate massager originally was a medical device and is now still that and is um, a very popular male sex toy. So, or a a sex toy for men. And (laughs) there's not that many sex toys available for men, but I do think like men on their own, but I do think that that's changing as sex technology is steadily gaining popularity and is increasing in notoriety and it's uh, being more accepted out in the world. So I'm thinking that, you know, within the next few years, we might see even more toys coming out that are specifically for uh, people with penises, men. So prostate massagers and narrowses, some of them are vibrating. Some of them are made of silicone. Some of them are made of a bit more dense of a plastic material. And so all these are body safe. And um, I would say pretty much all of them well, are made of silicone except for a handful. And so you just want to be conscientious of the type of lube you use. And then just to note, there's also fun things like anal beads. You want to make sure that the anal beads that you choose are made of material that are easy to clean. So anal beads do not have like a soft material keeping the beads together. So not rope because that will harbor bacteria um, and that's no fun. So, and it can, they can also get a little smelly. So, um, Make sure to use anal beads, preferably that are made of silicone or made of material that are body safe and easy to clean. Last piece on anything that you put inside your butt, you want to make sure that it has a base to it. So what I mean is that what you insert, you want to make sure that the outside of it, the non-insertable part is bigger than the piece that you inserted. And so there's a reason why you see plugs have this shape where there's like a bulb and then it gets skinny and then it gets wide again. And that's because you don't want to insert anything into your anus that could potentially get lost in there. Because unlike a vagina where there's an end to it, the cervix will end and you can reach inside of there with a finger and pull anything out. You know, that's why tampons don't get lost. Any of these insertables, they don't get lost in the vagina. You don't have to worry about that. But that's not the case when it comes to anal play, if you stick something in your butt, there's a possibility that if it doesn't have a wide enough base, it could actually get lodged in there. It's hard to get out. It's a part of the nervous system where you don't have control after a certain point. You can squeeze and relax. And there's a lot of sensation on the outer part um, of the anus, of the anus itself. But as soon as you get past the anal opening, then it's harder to control the muscles to a point where eventually if the item gets too far up there, uh, you can't control it at all. And you might wind up having to go to the hospital to get it removed. And that is totally a thing. So don't let that be you. Make sure you have a base on anything that you want to put in your butt. Okay. So other than, you know, anal plugs or anal toys, vaginal toys, things that go inside of the vagina or outer uh, part of the female genitalia, which is the vulva, The only thing that's left to discuss is the penis. There are not very many choices and options when it comes to stimulating the penis with some kind of toy. Though, there are some cool contraptions. There are masturbators like the Fleshlight or like Jimmy Jane has the Astra. Um, So there's lots of different masturbators that are coming out. And of course there are cock rings and those are made of different materials. And depending on what kind of vibe you want, if you want a vibe, actually some of the cock rings have 
vibration on them. Some of them have a little nub that vibrates to stimulate the clitoris to the partner that has the um, cock ring on. There's cock rings that will pull the balls and the cock together. There's rings that go around the balls and the testicles to pull them away and to put pressure there. So there are items that are available for the penis owners out there. I would say, um, you know, stay tuned because like I was mentioning before, I think there's going to be more and more toys available in the not too distant future um, that get really creative with how to stimulate the penis in new and unique ways. Okay. So other than the genitalia, directly playing with the genitalia, what other energies are possible? So sex toys, things that we can consider sex toys are things that entice and inspire the senses. So things like a feather tickler, a plush blanket, which shout out to YPP again, is that our favorite plush blankets are also waterproof and we get them from Yoni Pleasure Palace and we love them. Uh, Delicious smells, things like diffusers or essential oil candles. Now, uh, one of the biggest game changers in my personal life is color changing light bulbs set to red. That is an instant like click of a button mood setter. So if you're someone who's really interested in getting your senses involved, and so maybe in your fantasy land, when you're thinking about it, you're not actually playing with anything new. Maybe you're playing with your hands and your own body or with a partner, but really what's changed is the environment. And so when people start working with me, whether it's in a group program with Jordan and I, myself, um, any of the programs or working with me one-on-one, I typically work with them on creating a sexier environment wherever they are having most of their sexual experiences. It makes such a difference to evoke the senses and to make a space feel really easy to drop in the mood. Like you walk into it and you know what's going down. And it's, um, I would say, very settling to the nervous system. So love color changing light bulbs set to red. Love all the other um, items that I mentioned here. And all this you can get on Amazon. So you just literally ask for it today and it'll come in in the next couple of days <laughs> and you have a mood set. So get the senses involved at that something, you know, and actually I would say maybe you're, you're considering a new toy and what's going to make all the difference in you actually playing with the toy is setting this mood. So something to keep in mind. Another group of toys that I like to bring up to y'all is BDSM. So power dynamics, bondage, dominance, discipline, sadism, masochism, submission. So some of these toys, what can they look like? They can be like impact toys. Impact is when something is hitting the body or hitting something with, you know, an object's hitting an object and objects hitting a body. So something like a flogger. So if you don't know what a flogger is, it's that thing that it has a handle and it has material that are, that's a lot of little strips of material hanging from it. So that's what a flogger is. Um, and that is often, you know, depending on the size of the little stringy things that are hanging from it, whether it's little thin pieces or if they're wide pieces, they can make impacts feel a little stingy or it can make impacts feel a little thuddy, which can be very um, melodic and meditative. And of course, the little stingy ones can um, spike adrenaline 
and uh, an increased anticipation, which is a lot of fun. So a paddle, which is something else that you would um, hold in your hand that has a flat surface or a cane, which is something thick and skinny uh, that is really painful. (laughs) So don't go for that unless you consider yourself a bit of a masochist. So, and which means you like pain uh, in these kinds of environments. And so those are just some examples. Here's my tip. If you don't have any of those items, then it is best to start with your trusty hand, the hands of your partner. If you don't have any of those things, use a hand. Get really good at understanding yourself or your partner when it comes to spankings. And make sure to keep the spankings on the butt, on your butt, the nice fleshy part of your butt, or maybe even the backs of your thighs. So we're not flogging someone in their left arm necessarily or across their chest necessarily. You wanting to go to a place where there, where it's safe, where there isn't any vital organs, where you're not going to hit directly onto bone. And so the butt is a really great place. It's also where your sacral and your root chakra are. And so it's a lot, it provides, you know, whenever there's impact, a lot of sensation, a lot of blood flow, you're breathing into that space. Um, I'm a big fan. I actually raised my hand in the air. As I said that I'm a big fan <laughs> of some of this play when it is delivered in a really sweet, caring, and impactful, no pun there, way. So here's some other BDSM types of toys or play items that you may or may not know about. Nipple clamps. Those, what people will often not tell you about nipple clamps if you've never played with them is that usually when they go on, you know, each little clamp goes onto the nipples. The first thing a person says when the clamps go on is, oh, that's not that bad because they don't know that it's actually bad when they come off. (laughs) Um, That's usually when the uh, intensity is most felt for a lot of people. So they can be a lot of fun if you couple that with some other sensation uh, the nipple clamps can be a lot of fun to play with a vampire glove, which can be a leather glove that has little tiny spikes on one side, or it can be, um, a furry glove that has little tips on the, um, little, maybe little metal tips on each of the fingertips so that you can give varied sensation where someone won't know what you're going to do. So maybe with one hand, you give a nice, um, few spanks on a butt cheek, and then you slip the glove on and you run the fur over where you just spanked, and then you take the claws, the little tips of the vampire glove, uh, and you then graze it over that spot. And that's just to continue adding varied sensations. Um, And a pinwheel is also really great. They look a little bit scarier than they really are. Um, It's the little uh, metal pinwheel. You can get these again on Amazon too, that uh, has little spikes. And it's not going to pierce your skin unless you push really hard. And so usually you're just grazing that over surfaces of the body to increase more sensation. And so those are really tickly and create a lot of sensation in places like the underneath part or the inside of the arm. So like where the your armpit starts all the way to your elbow, those feel really good on the inside of the thighs, down the lower part of the spine, in between um, the thighs and back of the knees. So pinwheels are great. Something else that is fun to play with, notice I'm continuing to say the word play, is low temperature melting candles. So light a candle. These particular candles melt very quickly. And so with that, 
you know, depending on how close you are to the body, let's say if you have a, a candle that's specifically for sensation play that you can use with within BDSM kind of energetics, uh, you want to have that candle. It's it's really fun to do surprise and delight. So let's say someone has a blindfold on, which is by far my favorite sex toy out of all of them is a blindfold. But anyway, let's say you have someone blindfolded and they've agreed to all the things that you're going to do, but they don't know when you're going to do them. And then you light the candle and you have it, you know, just get a little bit of wax and you hold the candle, let's say one and a half to two feet away from their body. And you slowly let that drip. That is a very hot experience. So I think that that's um, kind of a sleeper one. People don't often go to the low temp candles because it looks a little scary. Um, But if you get comfortable with it, and I would say how to get comfortable with it is you do it to yourself first. So some other things that I will mention, wrist and ankle restraints. So cuffs, my recommendation is do not do traditional uh, handcuffs. Don't do metal cuffs. Maybe don't even do metal cuffs that have like fur around them. Those are more like novelty items than they are fun to play with because you want to be bound and restrained and maybe even have some discomfort, but you're not going for it being painful unless you are going for it to be really painful. And sometimes the metal can cut into your skin, can be just past the point of discomfort where, you know, there's some discomfort that's really good and fun. And then there's some discomfort that's like, I can't even think about the pleasure that I'd like to experience because my wrists are hurting so much. Like this is really not great. So keep those things in mind. I like leather um, or vegan leather, depending on what your, what your, what your preferences, there we go. Um, And so, so cuffs that maybe even are made of stretchy material, that Velcro, but they keep you in place. So it may be just for, for fun with regards to how they're decorated. They can have some little metal pieces or, or metal buckles on them. Um, and then under the bed straps, love a nice, uh, under the bed strap, which basically looks like a giant X that you put underneath your mattress and they expand depending on the size of your mattress. And then at every corner of the bed, you then wind up with a cuff. So typically Velcro one for each wrist, one for each ankle. Um, and then of course ropes, ropes are a lot of fun, but definitely come with a learning curve. So make sure that if you're interested in rope, you take some classes you watch some YouTube videos, you play around with yourself. You take things very, very slowly uh, with regards to rope. And I would say go in the direction of bedroom bondage where you're only doing um, some basic column ties on the ankles or basic column ties uh, on the wrists and not doing anything too extravagant. Get really comfortable with that first. Um, And then if you want to learn more, I would say go to some classes. So with any of these restraints, it's a really great idea to have a pair of medical shears around. So this would be an item that would accompany the toy. Um, The reason is because with ropes or or the bedroom straps, you know, you've got Velcro. It's pretty easy to get out of those. But if something goes sideways, you want to be able to get out of the thing very quickly. So having a pair of medical shears, which means they're dull on the edge and they uh, won't dig into the skin and won't cut the skin. Having those handy is always a good idea. So my favorite toy here, it's absolutely free, is the mind. So make sure that with any with anything that you might want to add to your sexy collection, if it's under the umbrella of BDSM, 
know that your mind is your biggest asset there. And so there's really nothing all that inherently sexy about any of the items that I just mentioned. It's the environment and the energy that you and your partner, if you're doing these kinds of things with a partner, it's the energy that you bring into the space that makes these things really exciting. And so ways you can expand on, you know, your imagination is to listen to podcasts um, or listen to audios like Dipsy or hmm, read erotic literature. These are all great ways to get a good feel of the energetics that make these toys really, you know, the sexiest that they can be. So my favorite places to shop for any BDSM gear is Etsy. I love supporting small businesses that feel really personal uh, and where the artists, um, because they definitely are artists, where they are deeply connected to the practices that they are creating items for, whether that's fetish wear, like a latex dress or something like that, or a spanking bench, or a set of vegan or traditional leather floggers, which Jordan um, ordered a set on Etsy I would say a couple of years ago. And we actually had the whole set made with our brand colors. So each of them, it's like a, like every flogger, all the different types of floggers have these really intricate, beautiful braiding patterns around the handles, or they're made in that way. And we got to choose the colors. And so that's just really special. So I love shopping on Etsy for this type of stuff. Okay. So that this has been a lot. So And I can keep going. I don't know if you can hear that. I get really excited about this. And I want to say even more than what's on my little list here to share with you, but I have to curb myself back. So as hard as that is, I'm going to do that right now (laughs) and just say that there's much more than what I've described here, but these are great places to start. So here's some tips when playing with a new toy. Decide if you want to go into a store, like into a physical store, and potentially have someone help you or be available to ask questions? Or would you rather shop from the comfort and the convenience of your home? So I know that people will feel differently. I have loved bringing groups of people into, you know, my favorite sex toy in whatever the location or the retreats that I've hosted in the past. And I bring my attendees into a sex shop. And I love choosing sex shops that have really high ethical standards with regards to where they're sourcing, how they're sourcing, the impacts that it has on the environment, the materials that the items are made of and with, and that are run by people that are really educated on a lot of different body types, a lot of different types of sexuality, et cetera. And so I love going into stores just for the experience. Um, and I also love being able to ask lots of questions and, and just, there's something about it that adds to my experience and feels really sexy. I also like ordering things online because it's easy. So, and I feel really confident, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I feel really confident in what I order that I will like it or not. And I know what to look for. So it's totally up to you. You know, if going into a store just feels really scary and like, I don't want to do that, then definitely don't do that. Uh, and I would encourage you if you are open, grab, grab a friend or grab a partner or grab someone or go by yourself and go into a shop, um, and just see how that process feels for you and know that you don't have to buy anything. You can go in and 
just take a look around and see what stands out to you. But I do encourage you when you walk in to say to the person, if they are wanting, willing to help you, don't say, oh, I'm just looking, thanks. And then don't make your energy open and available to them assisting you because they, if there's, if it's someone who's working at a place like that, chances are they really love sex and they really love being a sex positive person that helps people, you know, dig deeper into their sexuality. And they really love helping people find the right fit. What's the right fit for them. And so open your energy just a little bit to the person who's helping or who's running the store and uh, see what comes up. And here's my main tip with anything that I mention is to play, 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 play with the item by yourself first. Even if the thing is something that you use with a partner. So the first thing that comes to mind is a strap-on or some of the BDSM type gear that a lot of that is, oh, well, if I have a flogger, but don't I need a butt to flog? No, you hold it, play with it, feel it, swing it, do all of the things that you would do with another person, but by yourself. So, you know, like I mentioned before, with the candle wax, drip it on yourself first, put yourself in the restraints, uh, set up the whole room, even if it's not time for sexy things, you know, make the lights red, put the blanket out, see what it feels like, especially if you're going into, um, you know, clitoral stimulation, vaginal stimulation, or anal play for the very first time, do that by yourself and show yourself, you know, get your, put yourself into an environment where you're not having to perform for anyone, where it can be weird. The thing can pop out. It can make a mess. You can forget the lube. You can put too much lube, but For a lot of those, there's really no such thing as too much lube unless you've just spilled it all over the bed. But if that's the case, then make sure you've got a Yoni Pleasure Palace waterproof blanket underneath you. Like play with the things, roll around with the things on your own, laugh at yourself and the the silliness of it all. Give that a go first and then invite someone into your space and know that if they've never played with the thing before, that they might have their own process to go through with whatever the thing is. And ultimately it's not about the toy. Okay. It's not really about the toy. It's about having beautiful, sexy, pleasure-filled experiences with yourself, by yourself, for yourself, or with someone you care about or other people that you care about. And in the end, remember it's called a sex toy for a reason. These things are meant to be played with. So cultivate some of your childlike imagination, even though what you're doing is a pretty adult kind of thing. So cultivate that childlike imagination and get curious. Okay. So invite the humor into, into, into the mix. So try things more than once and in different ways. Laugh when things don't turn out to be as sexy as you'd imagine them to go in your head. And if you are new to sex toys, it may feel really strange to bring them into a space that's so vulnerable and private. Understand that feeling a little weird about it at first is totally normal and that that will lessen over time and over different play sessions. So I hope that this episode, I feel like I should just instruct everyone to take a big breath because I went on a roll there. So um, I hope that this episode encourages you, gives you some ideas and it, 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 hopefully it excites you. 
And also understand that it's totally okay if you listen to this and you're like, I'm so overwhelmed, I don't even know where to begin. Well, then just pause for a little while and return to this and reach out to me on Instagram, reach out to anyone on the team. We are so happy to help. But my preference would be that you at least understand the experience that you might want to have before you say, do you have a sex toy that you'd like like to recommend? So if you wind up in my DMs on Instagram, or you shoot me a message on one of our social media platforms, then how I would love for the message to read is, I'm looking for a clitoral stimulation vibrator. What's your favorite? Or I'm looking for some kind of sensory play with this thing involved, insert thing from your fantasy. And I would be more than happy to guide you further. Okay. I love you. Happy playing. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.